0: All right. Well, I'm Rachel. This is Grant Wartman. Uh, hopefully most of you guys probably know we are the pastors here. And today is a big day in the life of the church, as you can't tell, because we're celebrating five years. So here's what I need you to do. High five somebody next to you or high fives. Ow. Wow. <sighs> they were a little less gusto. Five high fives for five years. This has been so crazy. So we thought what we'd do is just kind of tag team and talk about a little bit about our journey of how we got to here. And we're going to tell you some cool stories that you might not have heard. So today is not as much of a teaching as it is just sort of some fun things that God has done in our midst. Here's what I feel like the Lord was saying in worship for us about this in particular. If you hear one of these testimonies and you need this in your life, the Bible tells us that a testimony is a word of the Lord. Okay, so if you see a testimony from someone, that's something that God can do in your life as well, right? Revelations tells us we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So when you hear a testimony, it's kind of an invitation to ask God, would you do that in my life too? Because he doesn't favor any one person over another, right? He wants all of us to experience him. Okay, so five, six years ago, actually, Grant and I were youth pastors at a church in Norman. And uh, we both were sensing there was a change coming. We didn't really know what it was. And one particular day I said to Grant, I think we're supposed to do college ministry. And then about an hour later I came back and said I was totally wrong. The Lord is saying we're supposed to plant a church. Which if you know anything about hearing the Lord, that's not a good sign. Right? That's not like something you go, oh, that's the Lord. But I knew in my soul God had spoken something about planting a church in Oklahoma City. And Grant's response was, I have no intention of doing that. And in my heart, I was kind of thinking the same thing. And when we went to try to brush it off, I think we had something like four prophetic words in a 72-hour time frame from different people. We had not said a word of this to anybody. Different people that came to us and said, hey, I feel like God is calling you into something. You shouldn't ignore it. And it was like, what in the world? And this went on for several months. We had so many prophetic words confirming what God was speaking to us that, yes, we're supposed to go plant this church in Oklahoma City. And so in 2013, we launched out. We moved to the area from Norman, which is not that far. But, you know, we made the trek. And um, especially since we lived in North Norman. So it was really kind of comical. We moved up here, and we, uh, it was just the two of us through a series of long events. We won't get into the story right now. It was just the two of us and our three kids at the time, and we said, yes, Lord, we will do this church thing, and we have no idea how to make this happen. And within two and a half, three weeks, we had three different couples who called us and said, hey, we heard what you're doing. We want to be a part. And we were like, okay, Lord, you must be serious about this, right? And then uh, a few months after that, we started a dinner at our house. A few months after that, in January of 2014, we opened up our living room for a prayer and worship night. So we'd put all the furniture in the office so we'd have some space for people. And we will never forget one of our favorite stories, our first Uh, Not the first one, but one of our first nights of this prayer and worship time. There was about 10 of us in the room. Some people we had invited to come watch the kids. Some people we would invited to be in the band, et cetera. And then everybody kind of went to their places for the prayer time to start. And the only person left without a job was Reese, if you know Reese at all. (laughs) And so Reese, so I'm, yeah, so Reese stands in front of Grant, and we had a grand old time worshiping, and it was like one of those moments that gets emblazoned in your mind as this is so strange, but also weirdly kind of good. I'm not sure what to make of that. (laughs) No, no, we won't, we won't make you reenact it. The next week, he was on the ground the whole time sobbing quite loudly for like a long time as God met him in a really dramatic way. It was epic and awesome. So we had this amazing time of meeting in our living room for several months, and then uh, we needed a place to go. And so Chartel Church of God right down the road opened their doors to us and gave us a space, and we met in there on Sunday nights. And then we rented out a classroom at Mid-America University right over... I don't know where we are now compared to them, this way. And we met and had our first Sundays five years ago at Mid-America in MACU. And that was an amazing and interesting time if you've ever had church in a college classroom. It's a really special location. Uh, The ambiance is is epic. So, uh, but we did it. We made it work. And then the Lord invited us to do something else and God opened a door for a storefront in Chatney Square, which is right where Panera is, if you guys are familiar with that that way also, and so we were there, we thought about three months, turned out to be like eight months. Now, if you're on our Facebook page, you probably were following along our throwback photos of the last five years. We shared some special moments. There was a photo on there of our first baptism, and you can see the emerald green carpet that was on the floor. Guys, it was awesome. Was it nasty? It was awesome. Who doesn't want to have emerald green carpet when you're worshiping the Lord? anyways, it was awesome. So eight months we were there and then the Lord opened the door for us to get our own space. We rented a warehouse uh, similar to this concept over on Janeway. And we didn't know at the time that the Lord was moving us into directly across the street from a lot of the government subsidized housing in Moore. And we learned from the police officers that would sit in our parking lot on Sundays for our safety that we had found ourselves in one of the more dangerous parts of Moore as well. And we loved it. We loved it. We had so much fun ministering to that apartment complex. You saw, if you saw the picture of the grill on Facebook, we would do community nights there for them. We'd have stuff for the kids. We had outreaches. We had bounce houses over there. We gave them so many hot dogs and chips and uh, other non-nutritional things. Um... But we had a great time. In that time, we started seeing God do some unbelievable things in people's hearts and also in their physical bodies, which was awesome. We're going to share about that in a second. And so we were there for two years, and then we sensed, yep, the Lord is saying it's time for us to do something else. And so we moved to this location where we've been for two years. Now, those of you guys that are newer here, this is I think, our third month in this room right here. We just opened this up at the very beginning of the summer, and we're really excited about that. So that's a little bit of the history of kind of our journey of coming to this place. We thought we'd share some testimonies about what God did along that time.
1: Say five testimonies for five years. Say number one. Okay, we had this awesome testimony. We did this power to heal class. We were teaching everybody about the power of God to heal. Say hallelujah. And uh, we saw a ton of healings. That was a lot of fun. One of them, we were um, there, and this lady, she was a friend of ours. She said, um, I have pain in my arm and my hands because of carpal tunnel. And so a few people gathered around her. Maccoby, if he's in the room, was one of them, um, gathered around her and starts praying for the fire of God to come upon her body and heal her carpal tunnel, okay? And so she gets really hot, and she begins to cry and weep. And Maccoby and the team praying for her, like, all right, sweet, something's happened, you know, and they start asking her, like, how's it feel? What's going on? She's like, yeah, it feels better, but she's, like, not talking. She's being kind of quiet and, and you know, a little, whatever. So, she she leaves the room. <laughs> Long story short, she leaves the room, rushes out of the room, and she's gone, and we're kind of like, uh, I hope that was good. I mean, <laughs> I think that was good, but I'm not sure. And so then, a little while later, uh, her husband comes back, and he says, <laughs> he tells us this amazing testimony. He says, uh, so, We've never told you, but she's blind completely in one eye. And when the power of God came upon her, the heat came into her arms, but it came into her eyeball. And the heat was so hot in her eyes, she started to cry. And she couldn't believe it because she could start to see out of her completely blind eye. And so she ran out because she was so freaked out of what God was doing. And so she came back in. And from that day forward, she's completely able to see out of her blind eye. Amen? We weren't even praying for it. Amen. Okay, say number two. All right, so uh, this is when Rachel was pregnant. We were about to go to Disney World with the kiddos, um, and her back was really, really, really hurting her. As We had a Wednesday night prayer service, and so somebody had a word of knowledge saying, I just really feel like the Lord's saying somebody's, Back. There's a lot of back pain. God wants to heal it. And so um, Rachel's like, this is like a day before Disney World. We're about to walk 12 miles a day. It was, and she's really, really frustrated about the whole thing. And so she's like, that's me. Pray for me. And the guy says, okay, sit down. And so, and this is just, just like one of you guys, one of our friends, not like a speaker or anything. And he says, sit down. I really feel like the Lord wants to do something. Let me see your leg. She pulls her leg up and one of her legs is two inches shorter than the other leg. And it's, because of, like, the pregnancy and the back thing, and she's like, uh, like, we've seen this a couple times, but always oh, kind of like, wow, that's amazing. But now she's like, oh, my gosh, this is my leg. <laughs> and so just it happened in, like, five seconds' time. Word of knowledge, sit down, leg up. God, grow this leg. The leg grew out exactly the same. Back pain disappears. We had an amazing time at Disney World. Say hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Say number three. All right, the third one is um, something that we've been praying consistently since the beginning is we believe very much that there is real power in your prayers to affect the atmosphere around us, right? And so something that we just heard this testimony recently, and I'm freaking out about it. Um, So somebody came to church, and this person had... Yeah, we pray just that like when people come through the door, they would feel the difference of the Holy Spirit and none of the junk of the enemy, none of the demons would be able to walk through those doors. That this covered by the blood of Jesus. And this is a safe place and an atmosphere of heaven where heaven comes and, and invades, right? So we're praying that all the time. This lady comes in and she says, you know what? For years, these dark, Uh, demons they follow me everywhere that I go and they torment me and they mock me and they make fun of me and they try to terrify me and I can see them, I can see them everywhere I go. And the first time I came to your church, I walked through the doors and I felt them back off and I looked around and they were stuck outside the door. Amen? They could not come in because of the power of God. Yes. (laughs) All right, say number four. All right, fourth testimony, our friend Kathy um, Parker, she had this, she'd she'd fallen and she'd hurt her shoulder, and it was going on for quite a long time. We prayed for her several times, but she was still having difficulty, and she was just about to have surgery on her shoulder because it was really, really bad for her. And yeah, they they thought they were going to have to break the bone and reset stuff, and it's going to be this major, major surgery that could be, you know, just really difficult. So the Sunday before her surgery, we had a word of knowledge about shoulder pain. And we she raises her hand, we gather around her, we start praying for her again. The fire of God comes on her, and she feels a tremendous amount of relief. Not 100%, but she felt her shoulder be, begin to be 80% better than what it was before. And she was thrilled. She was so excited. She was kind of like, oh, man. And I think, I can't remember exactly, but she couldn't move her arm like... Yeah, oh, that low, down here. And then all of a sudden, she's got all this mobility. So it was this amazing morning, but it still hurt. And so she still went to the doctor. They still did the surgery. But what was amazing is when the surgery was done, the doctor came back to her and said, Kathy, I can't explain it. I don't understand what happened. This is different than what we saw on the x-rays. When we opened up your shoulder, all we had to do was a tiny little surgery, and it was not a big dramatic surgery like we had planned to do when, when there. something happened beforehand. Amen. <laughs> All right, say number five. Um, so you guys might remember this one. This is from this last Easter. Um, Stacy has a family member that came to church, and she had triple vision. She could see three of everything. And so um, somebody, was it a word of knowledge? Or was it just? Yeah, we were just praying for healing, if somebody needs healing. And so we gathered around her, start praying. Was it even that? It was just during worship. <sighs> even better. Yes. So nobody prayed for her. The presence of the Lord was in the room. She sees three of everything. She can't read the words on the screen. And then by the end of worship, it clears up and she can see clearly out of her eyes. Amen? <laughs> Amen.
0: Those are amazing, right? They're kind of mind-boggling. But the reason why we wanted to share them, this is just a sampling of the things that God has been doing over the last five years. And we wanted to share it because we are so enamored by what God is doing. This is not about us as people, it's about us creating a space for Him to do what He does, right? And so we thought it'd be fun today to just tally up some of the different um, statistics or whatever of things we've been able to see God do in the last five years. So the first one is we have a value of giving away a portion of everything that we receive financially, it's just something we feel like is important. we give away, um, at times we've given away more than 10%. Right now we feel the Lord's led us to give away 10%, which goes towards missions across the world. We support several missionaries that way. It goes towards outreach opportunities in our city, helping put the gospel in hands of people in our local sphere. And then it also goes to helping people in need that just need a breakthrough, that just need some, you know, a pick-me-up at, from time to time. So we have been able in five years' time, now guys, we have a little church. We 're a little a little church we've been able to give away over seventy two thousand dollars in five years, which we just think is incredible the other thing i 'm mind blown about um, we've been able to see i don 't know I think at least a hundred people discover their identity in Jesus, discover themselves as who they are as sons and daughters of God, which is phenomenal, and a lot of that comes from just being in worship as God begins to meet with people and grow them and and introduce them to himself it 's incredible we 've seen over twenty baptisms this one 's crazy we 've been able okay our podcast you know we we record our Sunday sermons, we put it out online for anybody that wants to listen to it. The other day, I randomly clicked on the all time Uh, listens just out of curiosity, 14,000. 14,000 all-time listens in the last five years, which my mind is still trying to comprehend. People all over the world are finding our podcast somehow and listening to the teachings, which is crazy. And here's the last one, and you might not be surprised by this, by the testimonies we just shared. But listen, we know very surely that in the last five years, we've been able to see God do around 1,000 physical healings in people's bodies, which is crazy, like I think we just need to give a clap of praise to the Lord right now for that. A lot of those happen on Sunday mornings, just consistently taking time like we did this morning to pray for people. A lot of those come from events, and then a good number of them have come from outreaches, going out and just praying for people. Guys, that's amazing. And a lot of you have been a part of those stories, which we think is the coolest part of all of it.
1: Yeah. All right, so we want to share a few prophetic words the Lord's spoken over the house and uh the first one is we've had this consistent prophetic word seven different people have given this prophetic word over the years which baffles us and blows our minds and gets excited but basically the word is consistently that the Lord is going to do some explosive growth in this house and at some point there's going to be um, just a lot of people being touched by the power of God and the presence of God and the word of Jesus um, through this house it'll be explosive growth back in 2015 uh, one of our prophetic friends. His name is Abner. He gave us this. He says, the community I'm building here will be a community of great joy. It'll be a community of great presence. It'll be a community of great power. It'll be a community that I've ordained to do the impossible. Yes, if you believe there will be nothing impossible for you, get ready to continually build, get ready to continually expand, get ready to be stretched continually. It will not be a burdensome walk. It will be a joyful walk, one in which great joy will come into this region and even into the nations of the earth. I have ordained this house to be one that changes, one that influences nations, changes nations, and helps to birth new wells of revival all over the globe. Amen? Who wants to be a part of that? Ha, me too. Um, then we've also had these prophetic words that says, this house would be a house of glory, of power, of signs, and of wonders consistently. That this would be a house of open heavens and encounters. It's named Beth-El because in the Bible, Beth-El is the place where the heavens opened and the angels came down and they came and they went and the power of God came and moved and he spoke and he spoke identity to the people there, Right. So this would also be a house that would have a citywide impact in influence and that we will bring the freedom of God to people. Amen? So that's where we're headed. That's what God has done as he's continuing to do. I can't wait.
0: Amen. Amen. Listen, and I know sometimes when we hear those, it's like, I don't know, we're not sharing these because we're trying to make ourselves feel better, right? We're just being honest about what God has said. There's something really powerful when we just acknowledge this is where God is taking us and we want to come in line with that. We want to cooperate with God in that way. So that being said, we have some things we felt like with our leadership team recently, we thought, you know, We've seen God do some crazy stuff in the last 5 years. And it would be easy to kind of settle in and go, well, we've seen a lot, right? Whatever you want to do, Lord, go for it. But we were sitting around our t- our table at our team meeting and we just decided, you know what? We want to put a stake in the ground and say, what do we want to see God do in the next 12 months? What kinds of things are we dreaming for? And so I thought, man, let's just share those with you guys today. I wasn't totally sure we were going to put those out there, but Why not? Here we go. We've got three things we're really believing the Lord to do in the next 12 months, okay? So this is what he's done in the last five years, and now we're asking God to push the gas a little bit further. One thing we're asking the Lord to see, we want to see 25 people come to know Jesus for the first time. Now, that might seem small to you. It might seem like a huge number to you. But for us, that's just a really significant number of people who've never met God, don't have a relationship with him, coming into a dynamic relationship with him. So that's something we're believing for. The second thing is that we want to see 500 healings and miracles happen in the next 12 months. Now, that's a lot compared to the 1,000 we've seen in five years. But here's the thing. We have a passion to see God be God for people, right? And a lot of the things that we deal with and on a physical level, even on a mental level, it's stuff that's happening um, because the enemy is wants that to happen. It's not God's will for people to be sick. So when we partner with him in healing, it's us partnering and saying, your kingdom come, your will be done. Amen. So it's not just, let's put a notch on the tally board. It's no, we want to see heaven invade earth. Our motto is bringing heaven's ways to earth. And we want to see that specifically through healings and miracles. We're looking for 500 this this year, and the last thing we're really believing God for is we want to double in size. We want to double in size. Now, honestly, that just means if every one person brings one person, we're pretty much there. But that's what we're believing God for in the next 12 months. So I'm sharing those things with you guys because you get to partner with us. So if you're out, you know, if you call Bethel OKC your home, then these goals, these these prophetic words, it applies to you. It's a where it's for all of us as a body. And so if you're talking to somebody and God shows up and somebody gets healed, let us know because we want to include that in what God's doing as we're believing God for these numbers to come through. Does that make sense? So if you're like, wow, my gosh, I just had a conversation with a coworker and they just gave their life to Jesus, you can message us on Facebook, you can text us, you can call us, email us, whatever, but just let us know because we want to rejoice in that with you.
1: Amen, all right. We're gonna pray and then we're gonna party, all right? So I'm gonna turn on some music, Ben. If you can get that going for me. Um, And then let's stand up together. And we're just going to pray into the things that the Lord has spoken and the things that he's doing in the future. Um, So I would love, love, love for all of you to pray out loud together with me just for a moment, okay? So Father, um, here's what I want us to pray for. I want us to thank him first for everything that he already has done and then thank him for what he's spoken will happen, okay? So on the count of three, let's pray it out loud. One, two, three. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you have done so far and all that you're going to do in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, thank you for the salvations. Thank you for the healings. Thank you for the miracles. Thank you for the presence. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your power. Thank you for the life change in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. And Father, we thank you for all that you're speaking for the future. All the prophetic words, all the promises that you've given us. We thank you, Father, for every single one of them. We say yes and amen to the word of God in this house. We say yes and amen to all of your promises. All of your plans, all of your hopes, all of your dreams. And we as a body, we say we surrender to your ways. We surrender to your plans. We surrender to all that you want to do. We say yes and amen. We lay it down before you. We put it back into your hands. We say, Father, this house is yours. Come and do the things you dream of doing in this area in the name of Jesus. And all the people said amen. All right. Amen, amen, amen. Okay, um, quick, quick instructions for our party.